Shumai, shumai, guys. Welcome back to the Life to the Po. Life to the Po? How many times have I said that? The Life to the Fo podcast. The podcast that helps you make the most of your time here on Earth. I'm your host, Dav Morse. And here on the podcast, we like to look at the five cornerstones of living a full and healthy and enjoyable, satisfying, meaningful life. I realize that five cornerstones makes for a rather bizarre building, but let's roll with it. We look at financial health, we look at physical health, we look at mental health, relational health, spiritual health, and today we are back in season three. There it is. There, yeah, there it is. Physical health. I feel like in the last episode of this season that we're in, which is all about physical health, it ended rather abruptly. It's episode 30, so if you haven't listened to that already, head back a few episodes in your podcast feed and have a little listen to that. I thought I'd conclude my thoughts on the matter here before diving into You should lift weights, but why? We don't have complete control over our physical health. None of us do. It's impossible to. But we do have a lot more control than most of us would be prepared to admit. Just like compound interest doesn't seem to look like much at the beginning, we see the biggest effects further down the line. It's the same with our physical health we'll see the biggest benefits of a lifestyle which is built around physical health later in life, when your friends' bodies are falling apart and ours are still in relatively great condition. You can't go to the gym, work out once, and expect to see massive results. In that sense, physical health is slightly different to financial health because you can just put a lump sum into an account and watch it grow without doing anything to it. But that doesn't back up my point. When it comes to going to the gym, you have to be consistent. It takes consistency over a long period of time to see the real benefits. It took me a year of going to the gym and CrossFit, lifting heavy things, before somebody said, have you been working out? I'm looking forward to being in my 50s and people saying, you're in great shape, not just for a man of your age, but in general. If you're incredibly unfit, eating poorly, not sleeping well, and drinking and smoking, then you're very likely to see some great results in a short period of time. But the real benefit is in the long term. Just a quick reminder to you, taking a long-term view on all sorts of things, from finances, physical health, relationships, will make you more successful in life. Being able to do hard things in order to delay gratification and seeing success come later is a key factor in having a great life. I want to dive into today's topic, which is, you should lift weights, but why? A little bit of a play on weight, but why? One of the most helpful questions I had asked of me the other week was, why should I care? A friend of mine who has no particular interest in Bitcoin asked me, why should I care? 
and it reminded me of the importance of being able to give short, convincing arguments for your thought processes, but also being able to back them up with more long-form, detailed rhetoric. So if nothing else, if you're unable to convince someone of the benefits of your thing, you can speak to yourself. I'm a big proponent of doing physical activity that you enjoy, that you have no trouble committing to doing regularly. So if that's walking, great. If that's bowls, fantastic. If that's swimming or running, also wonderful choices. The most important thing is that you actually do the thing. But it's also worth considering what are the types of physical health? What should I be optimizing for? And these roughly break down into categories of cardiovascular fitness, explosivity, endurance, balance, and also strength and flexibility. There's an argument for incorporating all of these into a lifestyle of working out, because that's what you want, to make physical health a lifestyle that you enjoy. And CrossFit was designed to do this. For years, I was an endurance athlete competing in triathlon and Ironman races, and once I hit my goal of completing Ironman Wales, I found myself thinking, you might be able to run a long way, but you are really weak. And that's why I wanted to take up CrossFit. I wanted to get stronger, and it was a sport that suited my personality of wanting to do all of the things. One thing you can't do is get bored doing CrossFit. It's so varied. One day you might be doing heavy deadlifts, the next you're doing rope climbs and pull-ups, the next day you're doing burpees, squats and sit-ups on the GHD machine. No, not the hair-straightening kind. The kind that extends your whole body to use every muscle in your anterior chain. I'll make a case for CrossFit another time. I have benefited massively from the lifting weights part of it. And I want to focus on why you should lift weights, even if you hate the gym. I'm not sure why I never got on with the gym when I was at university. I went a couple of times with some friends, but for whatever reason, it didn't make me want to go back. I thought it was boring. So I spent the next 18 years mainly doing triathlon and playing basketball. The only time I went to a gym was if I was on holiday and there was a gym where we were staying. I'd go and do a massive session and then not be able to move for the next few days because my body was in no way used to it. It was a combination of listening to podcasts, learning about CrossFit and realizing how weak I was that made me fall in love with lifting weights. I'm learning a lot from my wife and one of the things she's teaching me is to pay attention to my body and the feelings that I have there. The first thing I notice after a year of lifting heavy things is that I feel incredible. My body feels fantastic. They say exercise is good for endorphins and feeling good. And yes, to some extent, I got that exercise high from doing triathlon training and endurance running. But nothing like the feeling I get when I've been doing really heavy deadlifts. In triathlon, there's a sense of always feeling tired from all the training. Some endurance athletes suffer from lower testosterone and higher cortisol levels whereas lifting weights has been associated with higher testosterone levels. I haven't had my testosterone levels measured either before when I was in endurance training, nor since I've started lifting weights, but anecdotally, I feel like there's a massive difference. 
I feel much more manly, you know? And even if you're a woman, you don't have to feel manly. It just feels great. You feel attractive. You feel strong. And whether you're a man or a woman, that's a great feeling. I've never been particularly short of confidence. In fact, my confidence often far outweighs my ability to actually do the thing. But I do feel more confident. I walk taller with broader shoulders. My body's changed. I'm not a skinny Ironman triathlete anymore. I look back at some photos of me around the time of Ironman Wales in 2019 and thought to myself, man, your face is thin. And now my body has changed shape. I'm more muscular. I look healthier. And even as I'm entering my 40s, I'm building muscle and getting stronger. I feel more energized as a result of lifting weights. It's not just me. Research shows that gaining physical strength can lead to higher self-esteem, which leads to higher confidence. Higher confidence in one area of your life can lead to higher confidence in other areas of your life, which starts a virtuous circle. You create a positive feedback loop, which reinforces your self-belief that you are someone who can do hard things. You can face hard situations and you can overcome. If you want to improve your confidence, then start lifting heavy things. For some, the most convenient thing is to join a gym where the equipment is consistent, you can track your progress over time, and it's easy to tell that you're improving. For others, it might be bench pressing or bicep curling or squatting your baby. I did this and it was so much fun and the kids loved it. It's hilarious trying to lie on the floor, have your kids lie across your chest, and then you lift them whilst they wriggle around laughing. For others, it might be walking in the woods and picking up logs or rocks. Whatever it is, just start lifting something heavy. Research also shows that lifting weights increases your metabolism. And that is your body's ability to burn calories. Your resting metabolic rate, RMR, is increased by weight training. What is that and why is it a good thing? Well, your resting metabolic rate is the amount of calories that you burn just from doing nothing. So your brain takes a whole load of calories, the rest of your body doing its functions take a load of calories. So if you just sit in bed all day, what are the calorific needs that you have? If you're so poor that you need calories to last as long as possible because you can't afford to eat, then that's probably not a good thing. A low resting metabolic rate would be better in that case, so that you're not burning through the energy from your food too quickly. But for most people listening to this podcast, that's not the case. Most people would love to be able to burn more of the calories they consume so they aren't getting stored as fat in their body. Your muscles need more energy to do their thing than fat does. It makes sense then that the more lean muscle mass you have, the higher your resting metabolic rate is likely to be. So then it follows that lifting weights is fantastic for burning more fuel quickly. If you want to be able to burn off the energy from the food you eat quicker, then lifting weights to increase your resting metabolic rate is definitely something to consider. This increasing of metabolism by lifting weights can counteract the slowing of metabolism that happens as we get older. 
it's generally accepted that a 60-year-old will have a lower resting metabolic rate than a 20-year-old. But if lifting weights can help us as we get older, that leads me nicely on to the next reason you should lift weights. Weightlifting for longevity. Lifting weights helps you live longer. As part of living life to the full, I am keen on making the most of my time here on Earth. The longer I'm here, the more good I can do, and the healthier I am, the better the good I can do. Whilst also preparing for life after death. Lifting weights can decrease your risk of death by 9 to 22%, according to one study reported on by Everyday Health. Quoting here from Harvard Medical School, Often overlooked is the value of strength-building exercises. Once you reach your 50s and beyond, strength, or resistance training, is critical to preserving the ability to perform most ordinary activities of daily living and to maintain an active and independent lifestyle. The average 30-year-old will lose about a quarter of his or her muscle strength by age 70 and half of it by age 90. Just doing aerobic exercise is not adequate, says Dr. Robert Schreiber, physician-in-chief at Hebrew Senior Life and an instructor in medicine at Harvard Medical School. Unless you're doing strength training, you will become weaker and less functional. Other studies show that one to two strength training sessions a week is enough to lower mortality rates by 40%. That is mental. Cardiovascular workouts were linked with lower mortality rates, as you might expect. But throw in a few strength sessions as well, and it makes an incredible difference. And some is better than none. So even if you're intimidated by the thought of lifting weights, keep that in mind. Some is better than none. As with any scientific studies, we should keep in mind that this only represents the current thinking on strength training. Lots of research is self-perpetuating. One person reports something, then someone else picks up on it, and then all of a sudden it's everywhere. There is a danger to that. Things could change. In The Economist a couple of weeks ago, an article reported that, as recently as the 1940s, scientists had no idea of the benefits of exercise for health. In fact, navvies, miners and farm labourers were some of the most active members of society and they suffered disproportionately from diseases and early death. It was thought that too much physical activity was bad for you. They didn't realise that in fact the conditions that people worked in were more the contributing factor rather than the physical exercise. Turns out, digging roads and going down mines were not good working environments for longevity. Surprise! It was a study of London transport workers that showed the occupation was associated with excess deaths and heart disease. Bus conductors, who spent their day running up and down the bus aisles, had 30% fewer instances of disease than the bus drivers who spent the whole day sitting down. It was the physical activity that led to the reduction in disease. Paradigm-shifting research at the time, but by now widely accepted as common knowledge. To me, it makes sense that the stronger we are into old age, the less we're likely to fall injure ourselves, and do ourselves some mortal damage.
Do you care yet? Are you going to start lifting weights? Let me know over on Instagram, David Morse or Life to the Full Podcast. I'm looking forward to diving into breathing and sleep over the next couple of episodes. So follow the podcast in your app of choice and you will never miss an episode. Also, why not tell a friend about the Life to the Full podcast? A question I often ask people is, what podcasts are you listening to at the moment? Why not try that as a conversation starter and drop in the Life to the Full podcast? I'll be back in New Year's soon. Peace out.